There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode 10 of season 1 of Superstition. Okay. I don't know how I felt about this episode. I'll be honest. I kind of felt like it was almost a filler. Yeah, you kind of got that idea. It didn't really move much of any story around. Right. Except we did get um, Garvey and Russ, shall we say, uh, doing some no-nos. Oh, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you go through the ratings news for us? All right, episode 10 brought in a 0.07 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.267 million viewers, making it the 148th rated cable show for the day. So we're kind of on the teeter-totter here. I do not know we're why low, they're getting and then such we're low. Up and then low. Seriously, I don't know why they're getting such low ratings with this. I don't either. So weird. Yeah, especially after those two finales that came before it. Right. Unless that just took it out of everybody that was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about episode 10, shall we? Do it. Green on blue. Calvin tries to get to the bottom of some mysterious death at a nearby military base. Meanwhile, Garvey and Russ experiment with her powers, and Tilly buries her recently deceased mother. So it was kind of some shocking stuff all around, basically. Yeah, there definitely was. With the B and C stories, at least. Right. So, we have a military base and military training happening. And it's like, okay, this is interesting. What's happening? Apparently, this is close to La Rochelle. And we see a shadow kind of come to life. And suddenly, this kid who was basically getting the crap beat out of him. Yeah. He was not holding his own, to say the least. Yeah, suddenly he's able to, well, take control and beat the crap out of this much bigger guy. It's like, okay, he rallied, and that's what I was thinking, until the shadow thing. It's like, all right, that was weird. Yeah. And then all the cadets start to jog away, and suddenly we see a human skull. And uh, the kid who just suddenly rallied is covering it up really quick. It's like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Why is he covering It's like, all right training stuff happens but it's like what's going on with the skull right that's where i was like all right this is weird what is this exactly but we have almost another weird sideline happen here at the cottonmouth we have calvin talking to the owner who is asking for help for his nephew because he's not fitting in and they were out running together so apparently you know they're cool they've been friends for a while or at least workout buddies right and he's like well yeah a lot of people you know don't fit in in basic and which both of these guys are military guys so they get that a lot of people just 
think it's great, and then turns out it's not for them. Right. But there seems to be an extremely high number of AWOLs going on. That, I think, is what kind of piqued Calvin's curiosity. Right. Because you know people leave, but suddenly going AWOL? Yeah, not so much. Right. So, off on our buddy road trip, it seems. (laughs) Yeah. And this is what I thought was weird. Now, I never ended up in military, but... Calvin and Travis go to see the commander of the base. I don't know if she's a CO, but she's totally okay with, after they kind of explain stuff, letting them investigate. I'm like, this is kind of weird. Why? Yeah, I think it was just because she's seen something a little weird, too, that she says, okay, you got, I'll give you 48 hours. Okay, it just seemed really strange to me, like... Right, yes. people above her happen to come on base, like, they'd all be in trouble. Yeah, So if there's no military that. people out there, shoot us an email, because I want to know. <laughs> I think I know that answer, but I want to know anyway. But before they actually get there, we see that... I think it was the guy who was winning originally. Right. With the... What are those called? Pugilist sticks? I think, I think so. so. I'm like trying to remember back to like American Gladiators. Oh, <laughs> he's in the bathroom and it's like, all right, really? The, the stalls have no doors. Okay. Again, has to be like a military thing. But suddenly you hear noise and there's a shadow and then you're hearing like screaming and banging and nobody's doing anything. And the kid is kind of like hiding his head. So he doesn't right. have to hear it. It's like, okay, this is bad. Yeah. But as Calvin and Travis show up, you know, Travis just blurts out, you know this place is haunted. All right, really? <laughs> That's probably not going to do you any good trying to get in there to help your nephew. Right. In, in fact, it's probably going to do just the opposite. But like we said, you know, they got in, they got 48 hours to try to figure this out. So they're going to go talk to Travis's nephew, Evan. Like, all right, great. Are they there in time? And he kind of fills them in on weird stuff, but it's like, oh, it's like shadowy and just feels cold. Nothing really solid. Right. Until he says, well, wait, there was one more thing. The air felt like tingly, like right before a storm. And somehow that's like, oh, okay, that helped. I, what? Yeah. (laughs) Static electricity leads to supernatural beings. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they're they're yeah. killing me with some of these leaps. <laughs> I mean, I like the show, but it's like, how are you getting this leap? And then, oh, well, they call up Isaac, and Isaac's like, oh, well, could be this, could be this. Maybe it's a, what was it, a shikjin? Yeah. Because it's kind of like mad monster. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Really? You just, like, stopped. You're like, here, it could be this or this. Uh, Go with this one. Right. What if you were completely wrong? <laughs> completely wrong. <laughs> You'd be uh, dealing with something else that you have no clue as to what it is or how to defeat it. Yeah, that again, I'm like, come on. You guys, in the beginning, okay, well, we got to really figure this out. What what are the clues here? And, like, Scooby Gang is kind of cheating now. Well, they really didn't have any clues at this point in time. I mean, yeah, all they had was tingling air. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you got to kind of take a shot in the dark with what 
information you have, and that's really all he had. That's tingly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that could be a problem. You may have to go see the nurse, I'm just saying. Yeah, but... <laughs> exactly. All right, let's head over to Garvey and Russ, who, Russ, at first, I thought he was going to break up with her. Right. And then it turns out that's not what it is. I'm like, oh, he gave her a necklace. That's so sweet. Yeah. And then somehow he's like, well, you know, maybe we should explore. And she's like, what? I love that because I'm thinking he obviously meant something a little more uh, <laughs> adult time-ish. Yeah, physical, shall we say. And instead it was, okay. You just mean my powers, which, again, that's kind of adult time-ish because she doesn't know what she's doing, and he has no clue. Right. It's like, uh, oh, maybe you can make my fidget spinner spin. Why do you have a, a fidget spinner? Trick. Why do you have this? Yeah. But she gets it to go, and then Russ is like, oh, cool, do you think I can do that? And maybe you can go, and America's Got Talent, and maybe this, and you can make money. And really, kid, you're jumping way, way ahead right now. Yes, way too fast. And yet, Garvey decides, oh, wait, maybe it's something like when we shared blood. Maybe you can do it. Let's do it again. Right, like they did in the clock. And I'm just thinking, that's probably not going to go well. No, I don't think it will go well either. Yeah. Well, that's what we get with them for a little bit. And I'm I'm just thinking, these kids, they're going <laughs> to die. Because didn't in the clock, like, older Garvey say she's going to be the death of Russ? If she yeah. doesn't let him go. Yeah. Now I just keep thinking, okay, you're going to do that and he's going to die. You're going to mm-hmm. do that and he's going to die. And that, and that, that's the whole time. Like, every yeah. time she does something, I'm like, he's going to die. Cause problems. Right. Yep. So we get to She should have listened to her old self. Right. Apparently, teenagers don't listen to anybody, even themselves. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we go back to Fort Bridge and Evan. Oh, my God. You know some crap is going down. Why do you decide to wander away because you've seen something weird? You wander away from everybody, and then you see somebody who I'm assuming is supposed to be his father or some family member, maybe an older brother. Well, it was actually him. Wait, that was supposed to be him? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I thought it was supposed to be just a family member or, like, an older brother. I did not even realize that was supposed to be him. Right. Wow. But, yeah, he was much, much more buff and everything else and you just got <laughs> yeah i had no clue wow i guess i should have paid a little bit more attention because i'm like <laughs> thinking because he kept saying you know i'm not like you right. i can't be like you so i that's why i thought it was maybe a dad who died in in service or an older brother or something right but now i guess that makes a little more sense because then the gin's like it's all right you don't have to be me it's fine you can just be you i like hugs him and, oh, hey, look, he's he's pulling a Ghost Wars. Yeah. And he's, like, sucking the life out of him. And as this is happening, Calvin's ring decides to flash. It's like, oh, warning, warning. They take off running, and they get there in time for Evan to survive. Right. But he suddenly looks like a snake shedding his skin. It was kind of gross. Yes, it was. But he survived. So, I mean, there's it that does. bonus. <laughs> And, of course, when they take him to the nurse, no one wants to believe that it's anything weird. Oh, he's just dehydrated. I have never seen that no. in my life. No. So I'm really feeling like 
they just really don't want to discuss it. Right. They don't want to admit that something strange is going on at the base. And, I mean, we do find out that something like this happened previously when the commander was in basic. So do you think other people on the base who've been there a while do kind of know and they're it's kind of the same thing. It's like, almost don't ask, don't tell. It's like, we don't want to know as long as we stay alive kind of thing. Yeah. That's And they don't want to have to, if they speak up, the higher-ups are going to think they're crazy. Yeah, I can understand that. Because it does kind of seem like a totally crazy thing. It is. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah, totally like is. shadows come to life and people die. Yeah. All right, you need to go see the psychologist. <laughs> Uh, something ain't right with you, kid. It's like, oh, but let's go back Oops. to the funeral And uh, leak in my shoes and see, why, right? see how you feel about it. Yeah, you may not survive. Uh, we go back to the Hastings, and we find out, well, Tilly's back. Yay, Tilly's back. And she had a horrible vacation. Yes. Because <laughs> apparently she went to a honeymoon spot, and it was raining, and oh, yeah, by the way, my dad, my mom died. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? And because uh, she walks in on Isaac doing pull-ups, which, first of all, that just impresses the hell out of me because I can't do one. <laughs> I hated doing this stupid, like, challenge at, for gym and school where you had to hang oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was so screwed. Or climb the rope to the ceiling. Yeah, that did happen. Like that. No. Never happened for me. So I, I'm watching, and I'm like, that's super impressive. And Mario Van Peoples, how much do you have to work out? It's yeah. like, wow. But... Yeah, poor Tilly. But apparently her and her mom didn't get along. And it just made me wonder back to the episode where we find out that Anasi had actually kind of raised Tilly. Right. So it's like, how long ago did Tilly leave her mom? Yes. It's like a lot of questions there. Yeah. And it gets weirder. Yeah, really weirder. Because we find out that Diana, the woman that is there... Is the head witch of a coven. Because apparently Tilly's mom was Wiccan. Right. And, yeah, Diana was not a pleasant person when Tilly was growing up. And it's even worse because Tilly was part of the coven. It's like, all right, if you're part of it. Now, I know some religions, if, like, you break away from it, you're not allowed to see your family. Right. But and Tilly did not want to be a witch. and that's why Diana basically intervened and caused the rift between Tilly and her mom. And it was weird because she was, oh, I thought a clean break was better. Really? That's her yeah. mom. <laughs> it's not like it was they had an argument and just got into it themselves. No, you right. caused this because you thought it was better. Now, right. we don't know anything about Tilly's mom. No. And so maybe this whole time she's been kind of lamenting the loss of her daughter, but didn't want to go against the head witch. Right. And it was some heartbreaking scenes because Tilly was obviously angry with this woman. Yes. And she's like, why did you even bring her here? Right. There's plenty of places you guys could have buried her. Why here? And she's like trying to be nice and say stuff, but I feel like, this Diane lady was doing it because Isaac was there. Right. And Tilly's like, I'll take care of it. I know what to do. And so she has to even, like, process her mom to get ready for the funeral, which, oh, my God, I couldn't imagine having to do that. No, that would be just way too much. And, well, 
you see Tilly just break down. Right. I feel like that would have been anybody in that situation, too. So it was like, no oh. Doubt I think I cried with Tilly. I really did. Yep. Because that was hard. And if that really was a, an actress on the table, oh, my God. I don't know how you managed to deal with that. Basically being covered with two little tiny pieces of cloth. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't breathe. But, like, that was just crazy, seeing everything she had to do. And then it gets kind of worse. How can it get worse? Well, Diana, who's the head of the coven, head witch, decides to tell Tilly, well, you know what? I'm dying, too. So I really want you to take up and be the head witch. It's like, what? Yeah. You kicked me out. You made sure I could not see my mother, or she wouldn't see me. And now you want me to take over? I'm not even part of that anymore. Right. And she starts planting those little seeds of doubt in her head. Right. That the Hastings, you aren't part of the Hastings family. They may treat you like part of the family, but you're not family. And we're your family. It's like, really? You kicked her out. You built a wall. Yeah, between her and her mom, and now you're trying to get her to take over the whole coven? Right. Like, huh? nothing happened. Yeah. I, I really, really didn't understand that. But then, um, honestly, I started thinking about it, and I'm like, how many people have family members that are like that? Right. Like, you cause a whole lot of shit so that there's this huge rift in the family, and then you come back years later like nothing happened, and then get mad that people aren't going to be open arms. Right. So I, I do actually see that. But in the moment when I was watching it, going, I'm like, how could you do that? How could you think that was fine? Right. And then, yeah, just sitting there thinking about it for a while. I'm like, oh, my God, there are a lot of people out there that do that. Yeah. So Tilly actually sits with Isaac to tell him about the situation. Yes. And this is when another really sweet thing, because we go back when we first meet Anasi and Tilly brings or brings her up to the room, or she is in the room, I'm sorry, right. and sees the blood. She's like, oh, they mixed their blood with yours. Like, that was a weird thing. And I feel like, because there is this thread going through the whole season, that Anasi was trying to basically tell Tilly then that you are part of this family. Right. And that's what Isaac says. You are a family. And she's like, well, you never invite me out. You never ask me if I want to see a movie with you guys. And see, I'm... That's a good point, and Isaac yes, admits that. But then on the other side of that, I look at it like, you and your wife go out. Why would you ask me to go with you? Right. The kids go out. Why would you ask me? I mean, if it was a whole big family thing, hey, Tilly, you yeah. got any plans? But, right. like, for a barbecue or something, maybe. Because we didn't see Tilly. Well, actually, she was still oh, gone on vacation. Right. I was, <laughs> was going to say we didn't see her at the Thanksgiving, but that was like a vacation she was still on. But... I mean, I understand some of it, but at the same time, I don't know how close, like, your family is. But, like, right. if my in-laws are going out, they don't need to ask me to go with them. No. I don't <laughs> I don't want to go with you guys. Go eat. Here, use. Mm -hmm. here's a gift card. Go somewhere I bought right. for you. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe because it's such a small town, too. I think it's different depending on where you live. But then, right. yes, I see her point. Like, I just want to be included. I just want to be asked, basically. Right. And... You could see on Isaac's face that that made a, was a very good point that, and he realized he was guilty of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm assuming that's going to change because then she seemed to ha 
like realize that he's like, no, you are family here. I'm sorry we didn't ask you, but things are going to change, but we are your family. Yep. And that just, I think, lifted this burden off of Tilly. Yes, it did. Immensely. (sighs) And that was a really nice moment then for them. Yes, it was. And I was mad we didn't get B in this episode, but let's go. Yes. Let's go. It really would have been, I think it probably would have been a whole lot more emotional if B would have been there with Isaac as well. Yeah. Because I'm sure Tilly feels like she's, you know, the mother figure. Right. So, I don't know. I'm guessing they did, like, that off-screen talk. So. Right. (laughs) We'll find out in future episodes. So, Garvey and Russ. Let's talk about them. They went. Didn't they go into, like, the dining room to test his stuff? Because you have alchemy room, but. Right. Yeah, I think it was the dining room. Because I think even Garvey's smart enough not to take Russ into the alchemy right, room. Right, into the alchemy room, yes. <laughs> yeah, it goes really bad, though. And he starts bleeding from, like, his eyes and his nose. I think there was even some from his ears. Yeah. And he, she's, like, screaming, and he's kind of gurgling. Um, Isaac comes <laughs> running in, and he's like, oh, oh, what did you do? Kind of the panic for a second. And he throws the fruit out of a fruit bowl, and Garvey's like, do we take him to the alchemy room? And he's like, no, we don't have time. And he cuts right. his arm. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening? Because it's like <laughs> this weird giant bubble, like, yeah. comes down at, in, to the vein that, like, Isaac had to cut, and then it, like, sprays everywhere. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it's like blood everywhere. And yeah. suddenly he's okay. And Garvey's like, uh, uh, what, what happened? And he's like, I saved him, but we had to bleed him and cleanse him. So right. my question to you, did they have to cleanse him of the Hastings blood because it didn't work for him? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Was more than likely if you aren't born a Hastings, you probably can't handle the Hastings blood. Ah. See, I wasn't that, quite sure. That's why I wanted to ask. Right. Him. Yes. And that just it ended up being too much for poor Russ's body to handle. And yeah, it was going to he was going to explode internally if Isaac wouldn't have got him bled out first. Or, or all over that room. That would have been a mess. Yeah. Because somehow I feel like Bee's going to be pretty ticked off when she sees that mess. Just Oh, yeah, absolutely. On the wall and on her on wallpaper. And Harvey. Yeah. On her rugs. Dude, you are in so much trouble. I hope you're getting a whole lot of uh, Uber rides because you got a lot of money you got to pay her. Yeah. To have a professional come out and clean the room. Well, we get to finally go back to Fort Bridge and we find out that the CEO, like I said, had seen something when she was back in basic. And it was at the same time that. Dan's father happened to be in basic. Right. So they're like, maybe we need to go talk to this kid, Dan. And as we flash to the kid where Kelvin and um, Travis are not there yet, but we see the kid talking to the shadow and he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. This this isn't right. And he's trying to kill himself. And this gin isn't going to have that happen. He's like, no, 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 no. You asked for this. He's like, no, 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 no. I did not want this. There was some miscommunication here. Yeah, <laughs> you tricked me. And I thought he was going to be able to do it, which I 
like, holy crap, are they actually going to show that? Right. But Calvin and Travis get there kind of just in time. And Travis is like, what the hell's going on? What is that? Calvin kind of gives them that talking down. Right. It's like, you want to be a Hastings super friend? That's what this shit is about. See this? (laughs) This stuff that you don't know what it is? That's what's happening. That's what (laughs) happens a lot. And, like, the ring... No, no, it wasn't the ring. What was it? It was, a uh, like, a, a medallion or something. And they thought that was going to work to help get rid of the gin, and it didn't do anything. No. And then somehow, in all the chaos, like, Calvin remembers the ring, and he kind of does this crazy super jump. Because he, like, jumps on one of the Humvees, jumps off, and super punch. It was very video game-ish. Yes, it was. <laughs> but he, like... With the Ring of Solomon, he gets the djinn. So, is he, did he trap him? I don't know what exactly happened to it. That's a good question. I don't think it trapped him inside the ring either. I think that's only Infernals get in that. This was just a run-of-the-mill demon, so I think the ring just... Like, killed it? Kind of like, like it did with the siren? Yep, just vaporized it. Oh, okay. But... Calvin isn't doing too well with that ring, though. I feel like he needs to talk to his dad. Yeah, he really does, because the voices are starting to get to him a little bit. Yeah, enough where Travis could have been killed. Right, because the djinn had him and was about to rip him limb from limb, and it's his scream that breaks the... Kind of like the spell of the voices. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is really bad that Calvin keeps getting like pulled into the voices. It's like, oh, God, they are trying to trick you. Yes, they are. And maybe if you talk to your dad, he'll tell you, no, this happens. We need to do, you know, fill in the blank. Right. Oh, man. Oh, man. I Do some heavy meditation. Yes. I just don't feel like this is going to go well. Right. I don't think it will either. It's causing Calvin too much of a distraction, so eventually there's going to be something that's going to happen that's going to go horribly wrong, I'm afraid. That's what I'm thinking. And then we get probably the most heartbreaking scene of the episode as they're preparing to take Tilly's mom to bury her, and Tilly declines the offer. Uh, That was hard, because... Diane even has her speak. Right. And it's like, okay, you let her talk at the funeral and basically said a few words, you know, like, it's my birth mother and we didn't have a great relationship, but I'm really sorry she's gone, yada, yada. That sounded really insensitive. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, like. Yeah, it was much more emotional for Yeah. And then when she's like, thank you for the offer of letting me lead, but I don't think I can. She's like. Oh, that's fine. Okay, and don't come. What? That was horrible. She's like, it's family only. That woman deserved to get hit. Yes. (laughs) I wanted to hit her so bad. Yeah, that's when we needed B there, because B would have put her down. (sighs) Yeah, it was just, I could not believe, like, the way she said it. Right. And yeah, I totally believe that if B was there, that a whole whole different attitude would have come out. Yeah. We might have heard some of that Caribbean again. Yes. I just felt like that was a real shitty. Tilly's heart just broke when she said that. Right. It's like, all right, bye. But, oh. Yeah. 
I just can't believe that the lady did it, but I, I have a feeling like she wasn't going to let her be there at all anyway. Right. At least not till yeah, not, they finalized. she declined yeah. the offer, right. So that was just crappy on her part. Right. Oh, what do you guys think? Like, like I said, I felt like this was almost like a sideline story. You guys might have thought differently, but yeah, Tilly's story and Garvey and Russ, I thought was more, more interesting than everything that happened with Calvin. And I guess until maybe the very end when Calvin actually is talking to Travis, they go to run again and he's like, maybe I'll buy the cotton mouth off you. Right. It's like, okay, are you getting out of the business then? Cause not like you can hold down a normal nine to five. Exactly. Or run a business. Right. So I don't know. It just seemed kind of off to me or like the placement of this. So let us know what you guys think. Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Rate and review us on iTunes and all the other podcatchers you're finding us on. If you want to write to us, just talk about your thoughts of what's coming, why you think the ratings are not as good as like we see seem to think it should be, because I feel like a lot of people should be watching this or are watching this. Right. But let us know. And of course, tell your friends, and we do hope you're enjoying the podcast. Don't forget to check everything out at www.fangirlzone.com. And con season is upon us, so look for Steve and I and our fellow fangirl zoners around the country at various cons. And you can buy your own shirt for Fangirl Zone that says Sci-Fi Talk at Redbubble. We have our link on our Facebook page. But for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Uh, yeah, pro tip. When you're a single lady going to a honeymoon spot, not so fun. And until next time. <laughs>